welcome back to the welcome show. Welcome back. It's been a hot minute since we've warmed up that mic. It is. Titties. Well, we tried last night. Okay, so we tried in all transparency. We sat down. Today's Monday. We release a podcast every Tuesday. We sat down Sunday to record and ended up getting into a fight. Yeah. <laughs> Kim, Kim stormed out. I told... It was like... We the just, fight was recorded. We could not, like... We couldn't get it together. No. We couldn't. So here we are again. I'm on call. I start calling in about eight minutes. Mm-hmm. So fingers crossed I can make it through this episode before getting called in to do a scrotum. or some kind of vaginal play yeah and if you're new to the podcast welcome we are your hosts kim and aaron g we are healthcare travelers ourselves um and basically this show is all about our life on the road lessons we've learned lessons for healthcare travelers tips all the above side hustles side hustles relationships. relationships oh yeah all the things, all the things. We got a great episode this week. This is the first time we've been on the mic since we've been home, mm-hmm. uh, because the last couple episodes were pre-recorded before we left. We are gone for a month. We are home, so we have some fun updates that we're going to share with you guys and talk about a couple of cool things. Yeah, so and before we it? before we jump into the episode, this episode is brought to you by Traveler School. It is actually December 9th right now, which is really cool. 2019, almost 2020, which is nuts. Um, but we will be launching Traveler School for the last enrollment of the year coming up next week on December 13th. And so to kick that off, we're going to be doing a free masterclass. It's free to sign up. Um, and we're just going to be running through some really cool trainings Helping people get prepared and set up for those of those of you who are going to be traveling at the beginning of the year. This is a masterclass you are not going to want to miss. It's really going to help walk you through steps, first steps to take, things to think about, to really set yourself up for success in the industry. So you're not going to want to miss it. It's totally free, and we're going to link the... Um, the link where you can sign up to watch the masterclass with us. Yeah, and the masterclass will be a really cool intro into Traveler School. Um, so we'll put a link also to check out Traveler School that you can check out everything that it has to offer. Totally. Okay, let's, let's get into that. Do episode. it. Okay, so first things first, we wanted to kind of dive into this topic of going home because mm. like I just said or in, in the intro, we took three weeks, so we were gone for three weeks, mm-hmm. right? We went home to Florida, we're from Jacksonville, Florida, so we went home to Florida, spent the time with my sister and mom and family, and then we went to Atlanta to spend time with Aaron's family, and it was the most incredible trip. It was. It was it really, so much fun. It was really top. Like it, it was one of my favorite trips. It was. And it was like, we didn't have a whole lot going on, which I thought was really nice, because a lot of times when we go home, we're hustling, we're running around. It's like a goat rodeo. It is. <laughs> like, people to see, you want to squeeze it all, and we usually don't have, or we usually don't take that much time. And so we're kind of all over the place. So this time it was like we had tons of downtime. There was lots of different. Um, I got to go see my mom and sister. Yeah. And nieces, nephews. And I got a lot of. We just got good quality time, mm-hmm. which is what you want when you're living half or you're living across the country and you don't get to see your family very mm-hmm. often. And so we wanted to kind of chat a little bit about 
what what comes up, what we see that comes up a lot in our community and conversations that we have with travelers is that when you've been traveling for a really long time, like we have, we've been on the road for almost eight years now, which is crazy mm-hmm. to think about. Almost a decade. Like, oh my God, that's insane. <laughs> and so we are absolutely not the same people that we were when we left Florida eight years ago, right? Not even close. Well, right, and that's not just because of age either, right? right. And, I, and I think getting into that again... Well, hold on, before we get into... Yeah. Did you, no, go ahead. Okay, it's because I, I wanted to finish my thought about what comes up a lot in our community is people will say that when they go home, sometimes it doesn't... It, it feels a little bit uncomfortable or it doesn't feel like it used to or relationships start to change, right? Because... You know, you're growing and you're changing and you're doing your thing and the people at home are doing their thing. A lot of them are having kids or families and, and things change and shift. And sometimes you go home and you kind of feel like the odd man out or people don't even really get or grasp your lifestyle or what you do or understand why you're living on the road. And so it can just bring up a lot of different things um, well, and yeah. triggers when you're home. Well, right. And I mean, again, when you go home, life has stayed the same, right? In a, in a lot of times, yeah. right? right? So you have been out. You've seen different cultures. You've seen different things. You've talked to different people outside of your hometown from what you were when you were there. And you've shed skin. You've grown. And that can be really tough because you you end up being like, man, like I don't have, you know, even... I'm not saying that this is anybody or any, any one of you listening... But for me, it was like, I feel like I grew mentally because I came from a small town. So Mm -hmm. my mind opened up a lot to different thoughts that I never seen or interacted with different people that I that I never interacted with before. And so my small mindedness created I I grew to an open minded perception. And that was kind of weird going back to my hometown and hanging around people that I grew up with. Yeah. Well, and I think it's kind of an interesting concept because, you know, it's like when you are living at home in your bubble, and again, we're not, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with the people back home or people that are, you know, still working the same jobs or have started families or whatever. It's just a perception. It's just a different, it's just kind of, so I just wanted to like put that out there because it's not like we're like, we've grown and we're so amazing and these people are just crazy yeah no 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 yeah we're we're not saying that um but when you're when you are living at home like for me like I had my friends and I had my family that I was super close to and you're living in this bubble and you're just talking to the people that are in your life every single day and you're going through life with them and they know you right like my friends know me from back in the day they know Kim as the girl who x y and z like you know each other so well and you go away so I've been gone for eight years and I have changed so much just through our experiences and and you know putting myself out there and and learning and exploring different sides of myself that I didn't do when I was living at home and so when you go back home right you almost feel like people you don't fit in no that's not what I was gonna say mm. that they expect you to still be mm. you know crazy Kim. Kimmy who you know is a rager and you know I don't I don't know what people I'm just, I have I'm you know what I'm saying but well, like you can speak from your own I mean I mean just as easy as the fact I mean this is an easy one but think about how picky you were with food 
Right. Back in the day. I mean, people knew you as the girl that went to Panera when you were going to be healthy. You had noodle soup and frozen pizza and pizza. And that was pretty much your diet. And as you've gone out in the world, you've opened up so much like you're you like different foods. That's a simple kind of example. Or even, you know, for me, something that's really kind of come up on my path is I really turn like I've I've opened up to more of a spiritual path Mm -hmm. and you know, my faith is something that's super important to me. And and that's something very different than how I used to be Mm -hmm. back home. And, you know, again, I think what the interesting thing is, and this is kind of why I think it is important when it comes to traveling specifically, is because as a traveler, you are going and you're meeting all these different people that don't know you and you mm-hmm. don't know them. And so you're on this journey and you're experiencing different parts of yourself and you're trying new things and you're putting yourselves out there and you're seeing what you like and you're letting go of baggage that no longer serves you and, and letting go of who you don't want to be anymore, right? And you're showing up to these different places and they're just meeting you and seeing you for the first time. So they don't have any you know, judgments towards you or ideas of who they think you are. You're just like getting to show up with, with without anybody knowing you. And you're like, hey, this is who I am. I'm going to ex- like explore this Kim and see how it feels and try it on. And they don't know any different. And it gives you kind of this, this safe space to explore yourself and to be whoever you want. And they don't know you from Adam where when you go home, it's almost like, Where's the old person? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just, it's just, an, there's, it's not a bad thing, but it is something that, you know, comes up and it's, we've had so many conversations where, where travelers do feel that way. Even and personally. We feel that mm-hmm. way. Um, and I don't know, it's just kind of an interesting conversation. Well, and I think we also live this crazy lifestyle, nomadic lifestyle where we've seen, and, and again, it's not like we've been on vacation for a little bit. We've actually lived in these places, right? Mm-hmm. So when you live somewhere, when you're around that town, those people, the the culture of that town and everything like that, you start to pick and choose things that, wow, I really like this. Like I'm going to adapt that into my own life or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. And when you go back home, it's that the the people there, like we said earlier in the episode, that they're still surrounded by the same views, the same town, the same, you Not know. Not everybody. I don't want to put people in a box. I'm saying like when you get into your crew that you know has been there. Yeah. When you go back to that. I mean, I, I grew up with the same people, right? Right. And so there's a few of us that have moved out. And then there's a few that have stayed in, in the town there. And it's the same old thing, right? Yeah. And that, again... To each their own. We're not. There's no judgment there. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. We're talking about the fact of when we go home because we've been out in the world, multiple places. It's a weird feeling to where even those people. I feel like a lot of times my biggest issue is I feel like they don't even know the questions to ask me or mm-hmm. the conversation is just weird because I'm so far out of what's been going out around the town and I really am not. I don't really care about the gossip going on around the town or I don't care about this or that or who's sleeping with who or who's doing this or yeah. all that kind of stuff. I want to talk about more adventure, about more things, about life and and different things like that. So my whole thought process of even conversations has changed in how I go about conversations. Yeah. I, I think it's... Um, and that can feel awkward when you're trying to like come up with things to say when it used to I be so it, easy. I think it's just simple. Like... 
you grow you grow apart from people like you, then, yeah. you can grow apart from people and I think you know traveling will kind of facilitate that if you have these really close relationships of people that are always going to be in your life no matter what and the people you keep in contact with we all have those people in our lives and there's other relationships that have fallen away because there isn't there is a disconnect there isn't that you know that ease when you're back together like you know like your friend yeah like my best friend back home i will not talk to her for a couple of months or not see her you know for however long until I go back home but as soon as we're together it's just like no time has passed like we're just laughing and having fun it's like this instant connection no matter what and there's relationships that you'll keep with you forever and then there's some that you're just kind of like they fall away and people go on different paths and, and and things change and you know one thing I think for me that's a big one is that people of our age almost every not almost, I think every person in our life has a family. Mm -hmm. And so we're, we're always like, we're like the odd man out. And like, I'm not a kid person, honestly. I don't really like kids. Like I love my nieces and nephews and, and I love like being with kids for a short period of time. But like, I'm, I'm an adult person. Like I want to hang, I want to like go have dinner. I want to talk. I want to talk without interruption. Like Mm -hmm. I just want to catch up with you. I don't really care what your kid's up to. Like Mm -hmm. I want to like, I don't get to see you very often. And so the whole dynamic has changed of like, it's a kid friendly party. It's kids, kids, kids. And Aaron and I are like in the corner, like, you know, getting wasted and like you know well, like eh, right that, okay that's actually not true that's not but it's funny it could be true i get it it, it could, could be, be true. true there's times it could be true. there's times depending just... on the, the activity at hand correct but i think too like what was i gonna say you just threw me off with the whole getting wasted in the corner and it's kind of funny oh no anyway but crap it will, it will circle back yeah I think the whole point of us having oh, and this was the other the like the other big thing that comes up is that people don't understand your lifestyle. And again, like I, everybody in my life personally has always been supportive of my lifestyle. Oh yeah, they've they've encouraged it. I we haven't had any backlash or anything. Um, thank God, because I know that's not true for everybody. Mm-hmm. But I think that there's still the. Did you remember what you were gonna say? Do you want to say it? Or no, you okay. Um, I think that there's still a disconnect of they don't really understand it or they don't understand why you want to be nomadic or jump around from place to place to place where, you know, we can get into our Facebook group or have conversations with our travel friends. And it's like, we just all get it. Like we can be like, I'm taking three months off and I'm backpacking through Europe. And then I'm coming back and I might take a contract in Alaska. And I'm, you know, everything I have, I'm, I'm like putting in my trunk and I'm taking off. And we're just like, yes, this sounds amazing. Where like, cause we're like-minded. We're all like kindred spears. We're cut from the same cloth. And not everybody at home gets that. Right. They don't, they can't, they, we don't speak the same language. Right. You know? Right. Usually when that happens and you tell people that are still at home, they're like, cool. Like, that's great. Like, yeah. it's awesome. Like, good for you. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's not like a, a big conversation, but I think what I was going to say was, you know, for our new travelers. So we have experienced this over almost eight years and we felt it. We've sat with it. We've talked about it. We've grown from it and we've learned that. You know, honestly, like you said at the beginning, there's a lot of times where we have a small amount of time when we get home. And you actually will start to see 
that there are people that, like I said, I went and um, hung out with a, a lifelong friend of mine. And you, what you just said about your friend, it's like time never went by. Mm-hmm. It was like the same old, same old. But also, there was a lot of effort put in on his end and my end. And it met in the middle. And it was like, I'm going to take time out of our busy schedule because I really want to spend some time with, with my friends back home. And I want to catch up and I want to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And there was that effort. And a lot of times you'll notice the effort falls off and it's kind of a weird feeling. And so with the new travelers, I don't feel like they almost go home and expect it to almost be this homecoming. And it's this feeling of like, whoa, like I I got away and like I come back and it's all going to be the same and it's going to be fun because I'm missing home. And I want that sense. And you realize that it slowly starts to change and that can really weigh on you mentally over to where I've even heard some people be like, I don't like being away. I want to be back home. And it's a really good deciding factor mm-hmm. on what you like. And and we went back home and just realized, wow, we love life on the road. I love adventuring. I love seeing new places. I don't care about what's going on back at home. I love the people, but I don't care about like the stuff that's going on. I want to see more on the outside. Well, yeah, I, I love... I love going home and seeing family and spending yes. time and I love every minute of it and then I'm always ready to go. Yeah. I'm never like, oh, I want to stay. Now, I will say that I would love to be able to spend a couple of months a year in Florida yeah. in the winter where we're close to family, we can be at the beach, Agreed. all of that. Like, I would love to be able to do that. But as far as like moving back home or living back home, like that's absolutely something that we can like check that box. And it's not because of anybody. It's just because of I it's not really aligned with with what we're what how we want to live anymore. Right. You know, which is kind of an interesting concept. I think though the big takeaway here is just putting that out there. There's, you know, we, there's conversations about this, but I don't think it's talked about enough Mm -hmm. and just kind of opening up this conversation of like, you know, things can happen while you're on the road, while you're traveling and, and just knowing that's a part of this experience. And then also really, and I guess people do talk about this all the time, like going home for the holidays and stuff, like not just, well, that's why we're doing this podcast now. Yeah. Right, like that's true. I forgot that that was like the whole. That. that was like kind of the whole point. Right. Um. Not just because we went home, but because I know a lot of people do go home for the holidays, and people talk all the time about you know they're living their lives, and then it's like they got to go home to be with the family for the holidays. Which again, I love going home and being with my family. I know not everybody has the same kind of right feelings yeah. towards that, or there might be more challenges or triggers that come up, mm-hmm. and so. Really like owning who you are and who you are becoming mm-hmm. and not falling back into, you know, who your family thinks you are, that girl who was X, Y, and Z when you used to live live at home or, you know, what your big sister thinks of you or whatever. It's like really taking like who you are and who like how you're growing on the road and, and bringing that person home and feeling confident in yourself to bring that person and introduce that person to everybody and like staying in that. And that's not easy to do because it's easy to fall back into just like your role essentially. It's not. And so you can basically say that Kim and Aaron G gave you permission to be you and be be, yourself, be yourself. Right. Because again, your political views might change. Mm -hmm. Your religious views might change. You could have been 
hardcore in the church every single week, every single Saturday, Sunday, Wednesday, all of it. And then you got out in the world and you started to see things a little different and you started to grow and you started to research, you started to talk to new people. And now you've kind of turned a corner. That doesn't make you wrong, right? You can grow in a way that feels good to you as long as you're as long as it feels good to you, right? right? Because you get that sense. And again, we can't teach that. We can't tell what that is. I, I can't give people what that mark is. But there's a time where you can say things to yourself and you can feel a certain way and you can feel it in your gut. We're like, wow, like I believe this to my core and I feel good about this and I feel good about who I am. And it's very easy to mute yourself or not mm-hmm. say anything just to fit back in yeah. and then feel like the one who's the weird one when you come back. And that can weigh heavy on you. Yeah. And so we've just known that like that's something that Kim and I have worked we on. Work of just on like we, we work on it every single time. I'm not joking. It is something that goes on in my head every single time I go home about like, you know, if I feel a certain way, that some way that I've grown, then I need to voice that opinion and do it in a way that is like not defensive, not anger, not in a way that could, you know, be aggressive. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of just like, hey, this is what I've learned. And, and yeah, I didn't always believe that or I didn't always see it that way. But this is what I learned and why. And it promotes really good conversation for people that have not maybe been out of the States or been, you know, around the, the different areas that you've been. And, and it's really cool because you're helping people grow as well and they can grow with you or not. And that's where you start to realize as you get older, your friends start to shrink. And they start to get into a level of like, these are the people that elevate me. These are the people that help me grow. These are the people that are supporting me and turning in from like, I'm not trying to prove people wrong. I want to prove people right. And you really start to build that group around you. And that's what carries you. And those are the people you get excited to go home and see. Yeah. But I think going back to what we were saying, I think it's that like what you said is it's hard sometimes to actually say how you feel or actually share your opinion when it's going against the grain Mm -hmm. and or you feel like you might be judged or maybe you feel like you don't understand it as much but it is how you feel but maybe you don't know how to articulate it or put it into words and so you just stay quiet instead of actually being like participating in the conversation and saying like actually no this is kind of how I think about it and let me walk you through why I think this whatever and so it's easier to shrink down, I yeah. think. And I and so something that I work on all the time, whether and not just home, but in any relationship in my life at work, with friends, whoever whatever I'm doing, I really do try every day to show up and to speak my truth, whatever that looks like for the day, right? Because that will always evolve and change and share my opinion and feel comfortable in my own skin enough to be like this is actually how I feel, even if the person standing in front of me doesn't agree with me. But why do I need to agree with somebody just to like Appease hold them. the peace or what? You know. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, that's something that I really work on every day, and I think really thinking about that and bringing that home with you when you do go home for the holidays, and just being comfortable enough in your own skin to share yourself and how you truly feel about whatever it is, mm-hmm. and have these conversations even if it doesn't always feel comfortable well i mean this last time we went home i had a conversation with my brother-in-law we sat outside and, and there's been issues there we've we've grown so much and we sat outside and we were chit-chatting and, and i actually said to him hey man i just want to tell you something i'm working on and a lot of times it's come across as like 
maybe anger or defensiveness when we've had conversations. And there's a lot of things that I'm learning on the road and I don't have language around it to explain it. I don't, I know how I feel and I may, might disagree with something that I agreed with a long time ago, but I don't have the language to explain it. And a lot of times if you said something about that, it would trigger me and I'd want to explain it to you, but I don't know how. And it would come across as aggression and then me and him would butt heads. Yeah. And it was like we actually had a really open conversation when I said that. And he was like, dude, that's that's awesome. And I really want to learn all the things you're learning. And I'm open to learning that stuff. And I respect the fact that maybe you don't understand how to say it or whatever. And we actually just built the conversation on that. And I was like, all right, cool. So now I know going forward that this is something that if I don't have the language around it, then I'm just not going to say anything. But until like I can really, if, if something's passionate enough to you and you care about it enough, you can build the language around it to be able to speak about it. It's the same thing with a business, mm-hmm. right? When people say like, If you can't explain your business in an elevator pitch, you're not very clear on what your business is. Right. And that kind of stands for everything in the world. Like I do interventional radiology. If I couldn't explain that to you, what I do in a matter of like five seconds, and I don't understand what I do. Right. Right. And so it was really cool. And that was a big growth thing for me. And I had one of the most amazing times just just being down there and and being around family and and just really turned the corner for me. It was like a big growth moment. And I think it's just going to catapult from there. Yeah, 100%. So I think that's kind of all we wanted to say. At least that's all I really wanted to say about that. I think, again, the takeaway we've already, I feel like it's beating a dead horse. We've already kind of um, expressed, you know. Yeah, how we feel about it. I mean, hey, let us know. Like, get on freedomandscrubs.com and there's a um, an ask category and you can just basically write us and let us know. It goes straight to our email. It's awesome. We love hearing from you guys. So if you had a, a situation where you went home and, and didn't feel like you fit in, um, let us know about it. We love reading your stories and we'd love to to weigh in if we can. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Um, do you want to get into the other stuff? Or? Yeah, I mean, this, this is kind of a big thing. I mean, we just now came up with it. We just now really solidified it and kind of excited about it. So this is so funny because it's kind of like like piggybacking on what you just said about not necessarily having the language behind something or like because uh. it hasn't completely been thought out or thought through in a sense. And so it's almost like we're, we're just kind of walking it through like... We're, we're brainstorming yeah, on like the podcast. As it's going through, but... Something, it was kind of this, the, the takeaway is always listening to your intuition. Yeah. And here's why. So, Aaron and I were trying to figure out what we wanted to do when we left our contracts here. And when to leave. Yeah. So, we're going to New Zealand. We'll be there until, from February until March 9th, we come home. And then there was an opportunity to work seven more weeks. In Oroville, mm-hmm. definitely Aaron, maybe both of us, we're not really sure. And we're not sure how we feel about it or if that's something that we want to do, but it's an option. And then we go to Peru to do our adventure trip with uh, 20 of our closest travel friends. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of our plan. And so it was after that, we're like, okay, what do we want to do? We Are we going to take another contract? Or do we want to take some time off and to travel? Or do we want to take some time off and just stay put somewhere and just not work in a hospital, but like work in our business and just take some time to be put? And so we've been going back and forth for months and months. Like, 
what 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 do we want to do and in with in our guts like intuitively you know at least speaking for myself 100 i'm i yeah, I kept being like, I want to go. Like, I want to have an adventure. I want to take some time. I want to travel. I want to work from the road. I want to do our podcast on the road. I want to start vlogging again. I want to do our trainings. Like, everything I want to do from the road and kind of just put on our backpacks and just go. Well, and I think, too, like, one thing is for all of you that have followed us for a long time, you know that in 2016, Kim and I packed it up and went to Bali, Thailand, and the Philippines for five months. We were gone. And it was the most amazing time in the world, but we were in a different place at that time. And we, we tried to set out a goal and it just wasn't the right alignment for us. And so now we've been flirting with that a lot and we're coming up on our 10 year wedding anniversary yeah. and we're reaching this point where, you know, we're really busy in our business, which is absolutely fantastic. It's what you want in yeah. a business and a side hustle turning into a full hustle, mm. um, which is really cool. And so we're kind of teeter tottering on that. And so we were in this kind of inner turmoil in a way of just like we knew what our gut was saying but we weren't sure if it was the right words yeah we didn't know if it was and then we're like oh well maybe we should just stay put and just kind of and then so we were just like going back and forth and back and forth and we again deep down we knew what we wanted to do but we just we we didn't pull the trigger right we weren't able to like move into that whatever and so anyways we had a really cool reading mm-hmm. with somebody named George. And if anyone wants this information, I will pass it along because it was truly he one was of amazing. the best readings I've ever had in my life. Just mind-blowing, honestly. Mm-hmm. And he basically just confirmed what we already knew and what our intuition was telling us, what you know, the universe was leading us to. Like We already knew, but we had our own fears and our own obstacles that were holding us back from actually just going, like doing the damn mm-hmm. thing. And so without getting into like the whole reading and any of that, it just confirmed what we already knew to be true. Well, yeah. And I mean, before we did it, you know, Kim and I sat and said a, a long prayer and it was actually a really beautiful prayer that you said. Thanks. I just, I actually never told you that because we got right into the thing, but it, it really just kind of grounded us and we were open to hear any sort of, of wisdom um, any sort of download, guidance, any yeah. sort of guidance that we needed. And from the get go, from the beginning, I literally was like, we could end this right now. I am so mind blown right now yeah. because it just totally aligned with everything and then some. And it actually brought up a lot of stuff that then we had a full on conversation. Kim and I went to dinner. It was absolutely amazing. And now I'm super excited about the next steps. Yeah. And so it gave us this confirmation of what we wanted to do. And mm-hmm. so what we're going to do, and again, this is we're processing it with you. But w- so we knew we wanted to travel. We knew we wanted to basically take the rest of the year off. And we were kind of, well, that opens up a whole can of worms, right? Like you can go anywhere. Like it's almost like too many When you can go anywhere, you have too many decisions. It's almost hindering Mm -hmm. because it's overwhelming, right? Mm -hmm. And so, Aaron, I I don't know why I'm like, oh, okay. You you actually had the idea. You're like, how cool would it be? Because we are huge, like, Orange Theory fanatics. Like, we love Orange Theory. We go every place we move. We we typically... Well, and that's one reason why we love love the workout. But not only that, they're everywhere. Yeah. So, once you're a member of one, you're a member of all. Yeah. So, it just works for healthcare travelers. Yeah. And their schedules are amazing. Right. And so, we typically 
well, we don't typically, we work out at Orangeberry. <laughs> so Aaron was like, we should go to, so Orange Theory. Let's see if you say this correctly, because okay. you always blow it. Aaron had, gosh. It's okay. I'm tired. You can do it. Orange Theory has 23, 23 studios in, okay, there's an Orange Theory in 23 countries. 24, but U.S. is one of them. Okay, right. So, we thought, how cool would it be to go to every single Orange Theory? No. (laughs) In the country. Go to one Orange Theory in every country. Right. Go to one Orange Theory in every single country. Yes. That's what I said. No. You said go to every Orange Theory. one in every country. Because there's over 1,400 Orange Theory locations around the world. Just one in every country. Yes. And so, we thought that would be so much fun because it gives us direction and focus on Mm -hmm. which countries we're going to want to go to. And the coolest part is, is that all of the Orange Theories are in countries that we've actually never been before. Well, besides Dominican, and I've been to Mexico. Yeah, and we've already been there. And that's it, though. But other than that, it's all places we've never been and actually all places I've been wanting to go. go. So I'm like, how cool is this? There's like Colombia, Australia, New Zealand, Germany, London... Just to name Chile. a few, Spain. Um, oh yeah, we've been we've already been to Spain. We've been too. to Spain, yeah. Um, but they're they're everywhere: Kuwait, Kuwait Saudi Arabia, Dubai. Or... Yeah, there's Saudi Arabia no, and Dubai. Was it yep, Saudi Arabia? absolutely. So, oh Israel, Israel. So it's really cool. So we're like, wow, we can use this as our focus point and plan our trip around it. And then we'll go to the Orange Theory, and we want to do the, this whole docu series mm-hmm. and like film it. And just, like, share different experience. Obviously, we'll be vlogging the whole thing, but also, like, talking to the different people at the Orange Series. Right. And I think that was really cool because it's something that you and I have learned in healthcare traveling is where do you meet the most people? You meet them at work, you meet them at the gym, or you meet them at church, or you meet them in some sort of community thing that you do. But for you and I, it's work and the gym. And so I was like, well, if you take work out of this, where else do you meet people? The gym. Right. And Orange Theory is a great community. It's an amazing community. I've met so many people at the Orange Series. So then I was like, hey, what if we just like interviewed people and really, you know, kind of see if there's like a local that goes to that gym that would take us around the city that we're in and take us to their favorite restaurants and take us Mm -hmm. like different places and we'll film the whole thing. And then that way we get to like stay focused, stay healthy. Yeah. Get to travel, get to see a new country, and there's a there's like a whole focus around it. And then folk yeah, and then go oh, there's one in Japan, one in China. Oh yeah. We've always wanted to go to Japan. So like we plan to go to the Orange Theory and then like do whatever we else we want to see and experience in that country. But the countries are picked based on the Orange Theory. Yeah. So Orange Theory, if you're listening, we're hey, looking oh. for a sponsorship. I mean, hey. How freaking cool is that? That would be today? awesome. Um but anyway, so that's kind of what we're thinking now. Logistically, I have no idea <laughs> like how long this will actually take or what this would look like or any of that. We're really just kind of diving into this and like we're in the in the beginning process yeah. of, of working out all the deets. Right. But it is something that 100% we are committing to after our contract is over here. You heard it here first. We yep. are committing to this. That we are going to take the rest of the year off 
and we're going to travel yeah. and share and do all that. And things. what's cool about it is you said that you don't know how long it's going to take, and I don't either because we do want to explore as well. I'm not just going yeah, to I'm Orange. Yeah, I'm not hauling ass. I'm not going to Orange Theory, jumping on a plane, nope. and going somewhere else. I'm not trying to do 23 countries of Orange Theory in 23 days or well, anything like that. Do you think like we that. could do like a Guinness World Record thing? Do you I think mean, they have that? did you really want to do that? Like, because no, you want to explore, I feel like that's right? A lot. Exactly. So yeah. then what's cool is, is in September we have TravCon. Right. And then we have the holidays. So it's like maybe we go, we do as much as we can until September, fly back to Vegas, do TravCon, and then leave from there. Yeah. And then see what we can accomplish and then be back home for the holidays. Yeah. That would be amazing. That's kind of our thought. So stay tuned. But, you know, again, circling back is like remembering to always listen to your intuition and Mm -hmm. listen to that inner voice that's always leading you, guiding you and telling you where to go. Because we always like, we knew that that was what we were feeling. That is what we were leaning into. But you know, we're humans and we have fears and we have obstacles or what we perceive as obstacles that we feel like are holding us back or hindering us from, you know, X, Y, and Z, whatever it is. And but really remembering that when you do listen to that guidance, you're always being led exactly where you need to be. And even if it doesn't make sense on paper or logistically or you're spending you know, years trying to plan something and have it all perfect and like you get all your ducks in a row and what was I just saying? Oh, God. I don't even know what I was saying. Wow. The point is. I totally just forgot what I was saying. If you guys could have seen her face, it was literally like the brain bricks just locked up. It was like, oh, because my phone's dying and Uh I thought I was getting called out. Whoa. Um, But just listening, listening to that because you're never being steered wrong. And again, that reading, sometimes we need these these outer things or tools to confirm what we already know to be true within ourselves. And that reading confirmed what we already knew, but it like amplified that energy of just like, holy fuck balls. You are crazy not to. And if you actually do stay put, you are hindering your entire experience. 100%. And I think uh, I want to end it on exactly what Kim said, but I always say that hindsight is your best friend. And literally hindsight and along the lines of listening to your intuition feeling what that feels like and then seeing the result that comes out of it when you follow that intuition and then being able to take your hindsight looking back on it and saying like when I had this feeling I followed it and it led me down an amazing path Mm -hmm. and so I don't have Kim and I have been doing that for seven years now it has never steered us wrong when we've deeply listened to our intuition. And what's really cool about it and what I love about our relationship is we both understand that. Yeah. And so when we have our conversations, we both agree like, wow, what's your intuition saying? What are you saying? A lot of times I turn to you and I'm like, how are you feeling about this? Because a lot of times Kim can take a messy plate of, of spaghetti and turn it into like a beautiful masterpiece for mm-hmm. me to be able to work through it in my mind. But really looking and, and using examples of like, hey, I felt the same way before we did this and it turned out in a way that we didn't even imagine could be like the most amazing thing 100%. ever. So we need to keep following that. Yeah. And so you learn over time how to follow that feeling and which way to go based off of what feeling you have. 100%. And of course, guidance and prayer and oh, whatever you do, yeah. whatever registers with you, meditation, walking in the woods, whatever it is for you, you got to connect to that as well. Yeah. 
Exactly. It's just Going not, into yeah. nature. Yeah. Whatever it is that brings you into yourself and allows yeah. you to hear that. Because we can't make decisions when there's so much noise that we can't hear what our body, mind, heart, whatever intuition is trying to tell us. Yeah. So creating that space. So that reading was just this confirmation of now this incredible adventure that we're going to do. And we will obviously be, you know, as we dive more into this, we will be sharing more about this experience with you guys. But we wanted to share this with you. And it's real. we'll obviously be taking you guys on the road. Watch, we're like not going to do it. Well, we can't now. We, <laughs> now it's like we're holding ourselves that's, accountable. That's why I love I actually said something at work today that, that we're doing it. Because I like to tell people things because it holds me accountable. Yeah. And once you sign that contract with the universe, it's, it's full bore. We're doing the damn thing. Yeah. So you start activating your reticular activating system. Whoa, your so eyes. You so you'll really start to see like all the things that line up. You yeah, hundred percent. So, like, I think we just leave it there. I didn't get called in. Hallelujah! It's eight o'clock, and I'm on call tonight. Let's hope I get some sleep. Yeah, you need to get some sleep. I'm tired. Yeah. Anyway, um, this was like a kind of a weird split. Two topic kind this of is a podcast. Weirdo. I feel like we might have should have split it in half. Yeah, I think it was good though. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed talking to you. I like talking to you too. Yeah. When you're not making me angry like last night. Oh, I was talking to the people. <laughs> not you. Well, you were I talked to you me. all the time. You're looking at me. Well, who else am I going to look at? Guys. I mean, <laughs> you're in the room straight across from me. Like, there's no other person to look well, I at. I like talking to you. I like talking to you okay. too. Well, Again, if you guys enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review and subscribe. And if you want to check out our free masterclass, the link is in the show notes. You can sign up. It's free. It's going to be happening next week. Once you sign up, you'll get all the details. And then Traveler School, um, if you want to check that out, we'll also leave the link there. And share this out with a friend. If you're getting any value from this or if we help you in any way or you just like to laugh at us, whatever, you want to share it with a friend on their commute to give them a a chuckle on the the way to work in the morning, please share it out. Yeah, you can be like, listen to these two crazy people. Yeah. Anyway. All right, y'all. Well, I'm going to go eat because I'm hungry. And Kim's going to go sleep because she's tired. Touching my inner thighs. Okay. And no, I'm giving a, I'm so sore from the workout. Okay, you so can't giving... start there and then just say all of a sudden that you're sore. You know, I like a while factor. <laughs> I'm sore, so I'm giving myself a little massage to relieve On your inner thighs. On the inner thighs. Okay. <laughs> all right. And my stripies. Wow. And my Sky Zone socks. Ooh, Sky Zone socks. Those are the best. Ooh, they should sponsor us. <laughs> anyway all right guys we will see you next tuesday stay safe out there okay (laughs) you've done lost it deuces